It's Mark Reardon for C-Speak, the language of executives, sponsored by PNC Bank. Today, Michael Scully, regional president of PNC Bank, welcomes Curtis Francois, owner and CEO of Worldwide Technology Raceway at Gateway. How are you, Curtis? Great. Good to be with you all. Last time I saw you, you were zipping me around your track in a pretty cool Corvette, as I remember it, and that was fun. Trying to scare the daylights out of you, I believe. How fast would we have gotten that day? Because that was certainly the fastest I've ever been in a car. Was it like 150, 160? That's exactly right. 150, 160. It depends on how hard I want to push it going into turn one. Yeah. I Did I scream like a you know a little baby or anything like that? Oh, I saw nothing. <laughs> no, it was fun. It was yeah. really, really fun. And this has been such a great success story. So let's maybe talk about history just a little bit. What was your inspiration to purchase Gateway? You know, that's a, that's a, a great story and along with but the short version was is uh, really saw an opportunity there to do something for the community. Um, the track closed in 2010 and I was approached to see whether I was interested. I was a race car driver, had some experience um, in, in developing uh, real estate over in that neck of the woods. And so it seemed like a natural that uh, I might be the guy to look at that and, and ultimately decided that um, it was the right time and the right place for me to kind of step up and tr- do something for the community. Curtis, how has Gateway been revitalized and expanded? Well, we we've started from a from a very basic level of saying, you know, what do we need to do to the racetrack to make it vibrant again? And one of those things was very important was to bring back the grassroots feel of the racetrack and to, to make sure that that we engage the fans. There's a great motorsports park, motorsports fan base here in the Midwest who had largely been left behind. And coming from a racing background, I realized what an unbelievable gem that we had with Gateway Motorsports Park, but it needed a different business model. And so we started with making sure that we built a firm foundation of that grassroots motorsports fan and then began touching it and and working on and, and revitalizing everything that those fans touched at the racetrack. So now over the period of um, eight seasons here, we've invested almost $40 million in the facility to make it just very fan-friendly. Curtis, as you consider your business model, what have been the key drivers of your growth and success? Well, you know, I think it was getting just back to the basics and and making sure that, one, uh, we, we, we took the facility and used it to its maximum potential, but also the facility is one thing. You also have to have the staff that, that runs that facility. And from the beginning, we really hired people that were, were going to be passionate about our mission, which was to make Gateway great. And we really have great buy-in from our staff through and through that believe in the mission and are proud of our accomplishments and are just looking forward to the future. Curtis, you, you talk about community, and we know that that has been a key message since you purchased the track. How do you feel Gateway is contributing to the local economic development? Well, without a doubt, um, you know, just reopening the racetrack is a huge economic driver for the Metro East. Um, Hundreds of businesses were able to either expand or reopen as we brought the business uh, to to the Metro East again. Um, But you got to remember from the tourism standpoint, um, we're bringing in over a million fans a year to Gateway. Uh, that opens the doors for um, all of the the businesses that support those, obviously the hotels and restaurants and convenience stores, gas stations, uh, but all of the different things that those people do in the city of St. Louis as they come um, on their off days. If they're not at the racetrack, they're going to be doing other things in St. Louis. So it's just great to see the tourism driver, but you got to remember also that we hire 
three, four hundred people a year. Um, a lot of those first-time jobs for people in, in high school or college that are looking for a job, we hire a lot of those, uh, as well as our full-time staff. So there's a lot going on there. Um, clearly, we're involved in the community from a charitable standpoint. Um, I, I have a hard time saying no, and, and so for, for the most part, when, when someone is asking if we can help with their particular cause, uh, we try to be involved with that. Uh, we certainly work with uh, the community. Ameren was able to bring out uh, some of their, uh, their vehicles that needed to be stored uh, the last time we had a, a major storm. And just a lot of things like that that people don't realize that when you have a 400-acre uh, facility with lots of parking, there's a lot of different things you can do with it, and we try to make it available as a community asset. Uh, Curtis Gateway is now considered one of the shining stars in American motorsports. Why do you think the track has garnered so much attention in the racing community? Well, what's, what's unique about our story is if you think back, I bought the racetrack in 2011, and uh, we were just coming out of some tough times. And we wanted to make sure that, that one, we, we did a good job of building a firm foundation so the racetrack would, would um, really flourish over the years. And so I, I took to the road and started looking at other racetracks around the country, seeing their business models, and then taking all of that and bringing it back to St. Louis and making it uh, a St. Louis uh, version of, of different racetracks, different ideas. And then I threw in my take from coming from a driver's standpoint. I'd seen a lot of racetracks from the racer side of things. I'm a fan myself. So you put all of that together, and it really put us in, in a unique position to start with a clean slate and develop Gateway as a as – a, um, grassroots, community-oriented racetrack from the very beginning. And I think that is is just been um, something that's been validated by the amount of fans that have coming out, the, the energy that we've been able to build. Um, we have the largest oval race in the IndyCar League other than the Indianapolis 500. That's unique. We have a very strong NASCAR race. We have sellouts in our drag racing NHRA event. So across the board, Fans have reacted to uh, that grassroots feel, knowing that they have a, a place they can call their own. They have a home track that they can be proud of. So, Curtis, how is your partnership with Worldwide Technology advancing Gateway's mission? Well, I think it's really important in today's day and age in the racing world to make sure that we're demonstrating better ways of fan engagement. And through technology, I think that's the way it's going to happen. Uh, in talking with Dave and the others at uh, Worldwide Technology, we recognize that there's an opportunity to really up the game as far as the, the fan experience in the seat. What can we do to get the fan off the couch and to the racetrack? And through our conversations, we realize that there's a great opportunity to use Gateway as a test bed for new technologies to do that, and then for Worldwide Technology to take that around the country and across the world uh, with that new technology. How does your position compare to your counterparts, for example, running a, a baseball or a hockey franchise or venue? Well, it's, it's unique because I am actually the owner and the president. And so I'm involved in the day-to-day aspects of running the racetrack, but also uh, in strategically and as the owner, I have to make all the decisions that are necessary that way. So that's not typical in the racing business. It's, there's usually a, a CEO, which would be my normal position, but I had to learn the business. It was really important for me from the ground up to understand all aspects of the business. So whether it was how the concession stand, stands run or how we do the marketing, I had to make sure that I was involved in all of that and I'm learning it. How have you tapped into the uh, the fan base of racing? What sales and marketing strategies have you employed to attract, retain, and, and grow that fan base? 
I think, again, we start with, with the most basic level of, of we really worked hard to make sure that, that we had fans of the racetrack, that people were supporters of the racetrack. And certainly we do, uh, we do a lot of radio, we do a lot of traditional television advertising, but the digital side, the social side, and really that third-party validator of that fan talking about their experiences of the racetrack is our most effective way of marketing. Our C-suite listeners are interested in risk management. How do you balance the need to be socially responsible with the desire to maintain the appeal of a sport that is inherently risky? Well, strangely enough, and I, I look at this through the eyes of a, of a race car driver, so my idea is of risk may be different than others. Um, but honestly, the, the, all of the enhancements that have come in the safety side of things for race car race cars have just changed the safety aspect of it. It's certainly a dangerous sport, uh, but there has been so much advancement in the last 10 years to make the safe, the, the, the racetrack safe and the cars safe. It really is not as risky as one would think. Clearly, we're always going to be looking for ways to make sure that our track, the facility side of things, is as safe as it can possibly be. We have yearly and annual um, evaluations of all of our safety aspects to make sure that um, we're doing everything we can do from the racetrack side to make sure that there there are um, uh, no injuries. But I would say that from the race car side, that is an ongoing uh, scientific pursuit of making sure that those drivers are protected as much as possible in all cor- all kinds of incidents. There's a great fusion of sports and entertainment we see it in baseball with concerts at Bush Stadium. What entertainment revenue opportunities would Gateway be exploring? So we do a lot of different things besides racing. Clearly, uh, we have our three national events that, that most people know about. We have over 300 evan- annual events each year. And those events include anything from a 5K run to a concert. Um, we're doing, uh, we have the Wash U Formula SAE team that comes out. There's just multiple different things that you can do with 75,000 seats, lots of pavement, lots of track. Uh, Just trying to reach out and do other things with the racetrack that provide um, additional opportunities to use this great facility. Curtis, I understand Europe is the global leader in motorsports racing. What can U.S. motorsports learn from other countries? Well, having seen quite a bit of Formula One racing and... uh, the way that they present their their product is very unique, um, and, and there are certain things that we can take from that. Um, the The paddock experience at the Formula One race is is uh, it's just a very high end experience. It's very uh, exclusive, and some of that is good. And I think that uh, our model, though, on the other hand, the NASCAR model, the IndyCar model, giving more access to the drivers and to the the story within the pits is very important, too. So there's really a kind of a hybrid there that I think that needs to be developed. Uh, We were just in Sebring uh, recently looking at how they were doing their World Endurance Series racing. It's got a great pit experience. And so I think that is something you can take from European racing is to try to improve the pit experience. What's the future for Worldwide Technology Raceway at Gateway? We couldn't be more excited about uh, where we're positioned now. And and moving forward, there's without a doubt a push for us to continue to expand all forms of racing there. We're working with NASCAR to try to expand uh, and bring additional racing product there. We've added this year the World Rallycross uh, Series. We've added Formula Drift. 
Um, and we'll continue to add all forms of racing as we can and continue to expand the racetrack um, and, and really just utilize it however we can. Um, there, there's, there's really, if I can ensure it, it's something that we're going to look at. And we're really just making sure that, that we're fully, fully utilizing that racetrack. It's such a gem for this commu- community. And it's so close to downtown St. Louis, there are many, many opportunities to expand. And so uh, we've done a lot. We've come a long way. Uh, We've added the IndyCar race. We've added NHRA. uh, And we've added the NASCAR. uh, But we're not finished yet. We have a couple of tricks left up our sleeve. Curtis, Mike, thanks for joining us today for another C-Speak interview. C-Speak, sponsored by PNC Bank.